Hi there, and welcome to Balanced Torah Living. I'm your host, Adam Rubin. Welcome to regulars and newcomers as well. Today the topic is people and houses, shared foundations. The idea for this talk uh, just really came to me on a walk around my neighborhood. Uh, Certain things were jumping out to me. I just was talking to my brother-in-law. I'll give him a shout-out. Uh, David, and uh, I was talking about how, you know, oftentimes um, I might get inspired to give a certain podcast. I'm going to try to keep it a bit more regular, but when inspiration strikes, Baruch Hashem. Okay, so people in houses, shared foundations. Here we go. I'm going to kind of walk through some uh, some things that stuck out to me and then pull in uh, some interesting thoughts I saw on the idea of a, of a bias, a bite, a uh, from some authors from Chabad.org. Okay, so I remember when I was looking for uh, a house with my my wife, and we were in that parsha. That you know, I'd go to different houses. Fortunately, we didn't have to go to too many, and certain things would in in every house sort of jump out to me as sort of a special aspect of the house. And, you know, I was like, well, it has this great feature, or and this one has this, you know, it's got it's got the fireplace and sort of the the um the nice uh hardwood floor on the upstairs, whatever it might be. And ultimately, of course, my wife really had the uh the extra aspect of being over there to understand, okay, yeah, but we have to look at this, this and this, and then so, you know, uh it had to come together ultimately in the right combination uh, for us to find our home. But but there was there was always something special about at least one aspect from a house, and that got me to think that you know when we when we look at houses, oftentimes we can we can see that this one's got the sort of you know the uh, beautiful entryway area. Check out that living room. Wow! And of course there are going to be chesronos in every house as well, and certain aspects that are lacking. Why can't we do that for people? So with people too, every person. All the more so, you know, for, for Yidden, uh, who are who are connected to in a in an even uh, closer, more profound way. But every person has a special quality, and really special qualities. And it's it's not as apparent to us because with the house, okay, so it's visual; you can see it. We don't have to put as much work in. But people too, every person has that special quality or qualities that we may have to dig a little bit more. We have to look for it. But if we're willing to acknowledge that with houses, with buildings, let's go there to an even more important area with people and really try to, to, to search a little bit, bit to hone in on certain special qualities and focus on that because the negativity bias of our brains, uh, which could be um, a topic maybe for a, uh, if I ever have a psychologist on an interview, but uh, certainly uh, a well-documented thing. It's going to oftentimes shift us to focus, focusing on the, on the lacks, the deficiencies. Let's, let's really put our crosshairs on the positive aspects in people. That's one. Two, um, just thinking about houses, building structures. I, I remember hearing the idea before. I wish I, I remember who said it. Take a look at Scholl's compared to, uh, let's say, just churches as an example. Um, It's not necessarily going to be uh, a truism for every situation. But in general, oftentimes you see churches are very uh, tall structures. 
very prominent vertically, whereas shuls tend to be uh, lower but wider. And I think we see an important, uh, important Indian over here regarding our approach versus really an approach of the Western world. Here we're focusing on strong foundations, really being grounded and, and rooted in, 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 in Torah, in our convictions, in our way, and, and not, we're not showing off. We don't need to have the tallest building on the block, but we want to be, be strong. We want to be able to withstand the various winds and challenges that come our way, as opposed to oftentimes the Western world uh, you know, focuses on you know, showing off, being ostentatious, ostentatious and really saying, you know, check out my height here. So another aspect that really brings out the special quality of, of Kleistro. Three, I was walking by a court that is near my neighborhood, not the basketball variety, but rather a circle uh, where there are homes. And I noticed this amazing juxtaposition between uh, there was a family with many, many Xmas decorations on the lawn. And it was like eye-popping stuff going on there with reindeer and some, you know, bigger guy with a white beard. Uh, and, uh, and, and then close by um, was a Jewish home with, uh, I could see the, the menorah in the window and various decorations from kids in the window as well. And of course, by Hanukkah, where a big aspect over here is publicizing the nace and by showing the world and being proud of the of, of the victory and, and Hashem, you know, so selecting us and, and supporting us, obviously, during the, the very challenging time with, with the Yavanim and their various decrees against us. But, but even in publicizing the nace, we do it differently, right? We have, now, obviously, there are different uh, midhagim in terms of menorah placement. Sometimes it might be, you know, let's say, outside of a person's dira. I know especially in the air people might have it, uh, you know, actually directly outside of the home in sort of a, you know, stairwell area uh, in a corridor. But here, even in that situation, it, it's publicizing without being overly external and overly showy. The decorations were in the window. You, I could see the menorah. It was special, but there was still a certain aspect of tzniyas, of modesty within the the publicizing of it still had that element as opposed to, you know, right, contrast that to almost right next door where it was, here's our holiday, bam, we're going to give you every color and, and, and character and this is going to be in your face big time, totally externalized. And we know that the MS is that we're really ultimately focusing on the panemius, the internal aspect. Even when you have a, a mitzvah of publicizing, at the same time, we still are connected to our fundamental goal of focusing on the internal, the internality of the significance of, of Hanukkah and um, lighting our spiritual flames and, and keeping our ruchnius really burning in a, in, a, in, a, in a dark and cold winter and trying to constantly tap into the, the neshama of what's going on in our lives when it's so easy to get, to get caught up in all of the distractions and external stuff. So that jumped out to me as well. 
four. Uh, talking about, now I, I mentioned at the beginning here, pointing to a couple of Chabad.org articles, and I'll jump into that a little bit here. Uh, so first of all, um, I noticed uh, in an article by Rabbi Naftali Silberberg on Chabad.org, and the name of the article is Moving to a New Home, talking about different aspects of moving to a new home. Uh, speaking about uh, Hanukkah Sabais, that shortly after coming to a new home and moving to a new home, there's a minig to have a Hanukkah Sabais, a, a dedication at the party, a dedication party at the home where family and friends come, divrei Torah are shared, and uh, friends and family wish the the happy family, many years of, of success and growth in their new home. And this aspect of, of Chanukas, obviously we're in Chanukah right now, but Chanukas on a basic level refers to, to, to dedicating, inaugurating, and here, just taking the idea of, of with the home, people are like houses, so the house really is the epicenter of, of, of Jewish life. And both for us personally as individuals, we want to have a Chanukas of the self. We want to dedicate ourselves to, to Hashem, to Torah, to aligning everything that we do and taking all of these disparate parts and finding a balance and having that balance being directed towards a, a Chanukas effort, a dedicated effort of aligning to try to perform Hashem's Ratzon, to do the mitzvos with uh, with passion, with interest, striving to understand more. And and the home is really the makom, the primary makom, where we fulfill that mission and, and seek to develop in terms of our individual dedication of our own lives and everything that we are to Hashem. That's the space where we connect to, uh, to our family, model for, for our children, Really work on our mitos with our with our spouses and our kids. That is that is ground zero for character development. And the home, the bias has that special a- aspect and is very much uh, intertwined with with our growth. What does our home look like? What do our meals look like during the week together? What do our how do we speak to our kids? How do I speak to my wife? Um, how do we? Uh, engage in fun time and sort you know sort of spontaneous uh you know you know connection and games how do how do we how do we learn Torah together the home is the the epicenter for that obviously the basic kinesis as well the shoal even there you have the lushan of bias and the the actual home is really primary in that also taking uh, a look uh at this aspect of Hanukkah's um Another article on Chabad.org by Rabbi Yehuda Sherpin. What does Hanukkah actually mean? In the article, uh, Rabbi Sherpin mentions uh, that some point out that Hanukkah is related to the word Chinuch, Chinuch, education. And just on a Hanukkah note, so the, the Greeks, uh, they issued decrees against you know, learning Torah, bris milah, uh, and bris milah really being the the beginning point of a boy's uh, education and you know sort of connection to Torah. 
So on Hanukkah, we celebrate our freedom to provide our children with a uh, proper Jewish education. Big aspect over here. The chinuch, the education, part and parcel with, with the dedication of ourselves. We can only truly dedicate ourselves. And we can only be involved in the, the dedication and the process of helping our children to commit to a Torah way of life through learning more. And not, not just limited Torah, but the chinuch that comes with, with modeling and living together and working on mitos together. It mentions here that the Lubavitcher Rebbe uh, often stressed the unique connection between Hanukkah and education, and in that it's a special time to inspire children to connect to their to their heritage. Think about how special Hanukkah is to kids. It really lights them up, and it lights up on our our inner children as well. I guess really only one child each. Um, you know, unless we've got multiple kids inside of us, which is a whole different share uh, or discussion, um, and. Uh, the Bavisha Rebbe, you know, said we can see that in many of the Hanukkah customs that involve children, like the giving of, of Hanukkah gelt and, and dreidel, etc. So this is a special time for chinuch in the home. Um, and let's see here, walking down my list. Uh, yep, and just one more, just sort of a, a little bit of a potpourri here at the end as well. Back to that article uh, by... Rabbi Naftali Silverberg, where he mentions just some interesting uh, suggestions for moving into a new home, which speak to, once, once again, the centrality of the home, and also how, let's see, people are like homes, and how connected we are to our home space, how fundamental it is to our development and growth as people. Okay, so so first, there's a, apparently there's a, an age-old minig to, to have the first items brought into a new home Bread and salt. Rabbi Silverberg uh, says, while the reason for this custom is unknown, perhaps bread, which is really the basic staple, is a metaphor for the prosperity we hope will accompany the, the inhabitants of this new home. And salt, which never decays, spoils, or loses its flavor, symbolizes the permanence of this new home. So there's an interesting idea there by Rabbi Silverberg. Um, it's recommended to bring some Jewish books. Uh, and a push gun to the home before the movers bring in the rest of the boxes. We see that in the home. So too with ourselves, we should really think about, you know, what, what do we do first? What's first? So here the minute to bring into the home, Svarim, Tzedakah, we should bring into ourselves. We should think about what's primary in my life. Am I bringing in Svarim? Am I bringing in limited Torah and growth into myself and, you know, uh, mitzvahs like, like Tzedakah and, and having that be my starting point or do I focus on other things first and have that become you know sort of a secondary uh, aspect um, let's see here okay there's also an interesting minig uh, that some have before moving into a new home of inviting young children to come and uh, engage in some limited Torah in the house uh, it says uh, in the Gemara Shabbos 119b the existence of the world is dependent on the Torah issued from the breath of children. Uh, so Rabbi Silberg said here, he says here, the Torah study of young, pure souls has a spirituality, spiritually purifying effect on the entire area of the home. So too, within ourselves, we should continue to, once again, work on, I guess, you know, once bringing our inner child, bringing the youthful aspect of ourselves into our avoda, into our avoda Sashem. And to, you know, not get too serious, 
not get uh, to um, not get too old in the sense of, of losing the aspect of chadash and, and of, of, of novelty and of youthful enthusiasm to bring that, that inner purity, that inner child that we have into our avoda is a primary thought in our avoda Hashem and not just an afterthought. One of the thir- first things that we bring into our homes, the homes, the, the, the mikdash ma'at, so to speak, of our own body, of our own goof and our own existence, uh, Okay, and beautiful. All right, so just some inyanim on, on people and homes, the, the myriad of connections there. And I hope that, uh, that there are takeaways for us all here as we continue to try to build uh, strong foundations to dedicate ourselves to lives of growing in midos, becoming closer to Hashem emphasizing the importance of chinuch both with our children and those around us. Even if, even if we don't have children, there's an opportunity for chinuch for everybody. Everybody's, everybody's watching us in various settings, friends, neighbors, and, and our, our modeling of, of what we do, the, the walk that we walk, uh, can, influence, can influence others and, and provides that education and that, and that chinuch uh, to, to all different uh, all different individuals in all different situations, and uh, wishing everybody a lichtiga uh, Hanukkah and uh, all good things as we continue to march through the winter together and seek to maintain a connection to our to our our own panimi, our own inner aspect and inner light and inner greatness, and to shine that forth in the world and to cut through some of this darkness and thickness that we see around us, the, the coldness uh, that the winter represents and bring some more warmth, some more love, some more connection, some more MS to the world. And uh, may in the merit of that, may we uh, enjoy the, the warmth and the radiance, radiance and the greatness of uh, Mashiach's arrival and the, uh, the, the, the closeness that uh, we'll experience of Hashem's uh, Shechina and connection to us at that time.